1-800-BETS-OFF. The Iowa women's basketball team is back in action tonight. Caitlin Clark and company take on Purdue in the quarterfinals of the Big Ten Tournament in Minneapolis. The Northern Iowa men's team taking on top seed Bradley in the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament today. Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud says he does not want the Bears to draft him number one out of respect for former teammate Justin Fields saying the Bears are his team. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Mary Condon, welcome back. Hour number two, it's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Take it until 1 o'clock. Murph and Andy at that time. The drive with Heather and Sean today, 3 till 6. It's about to get real busy in Las Vegas. Yes, All the is. tournaments, a lot of them are already descended upon Vegas. More next week. The Sweet 16 regional final coming up the week after that. Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports, joins us. He went over. We taped our, our uh, podcast, our Iowa Everywhere podcast. And by the way, if you like the NHL... <laughs> And I know there's not a lot of folks in within our listening audience that just have to have NHL talk. I but guess. there is some. There are some. And Mike and I, I think, do a really good job because we're both big hockey fans. And Mike Palm joins us. Hello, Mike Palm. Wouldn't you say that that's not unfair? That's not tooting our own horn, is it? Well, I don't think so. And I think you undersell the hockey audience in Iowa. Meanwhile, how about those Ottawa Senators? Ken? You're 100% right, man. Walking into the Madison Square Garden, I watched that game after we got finished doing our thing, in addition to watching uh, Michigan and Illinois, which was a terrific game. But if you're a hockey fan, Mike and I do a good segment of it uh, on our uh, Iowa Everywhere podcast. So what's Las Vegas like, Mike? Is it starting to, I said I said yeah, earlier in the week, probably the calm before the storm, but maybe the storm clouds have already arrived. It's getting busy, isn't it? No, no, it's very busy, and you've got NASCAR here this weekend. You've got the Jim Irsay collection and concert here. You've got a huge UFC card on Saturday. You've got two conference tournaments already underway, including the West Coast Conference. So, I mean, we're in full swing here. And think about this. Then you're going to have major conference tournament week. Then the NCAA tournament starts. Then we host the West Regional, and six days later, opening day of, of Major League Baseball with all 30 teams playing. It's a wild time. So much going on. You know. And by the way, Taylor Swift has sold out the Allegiant Stadium for for one night. It's pretty good, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Pretty good there. And I uh, looked last night. I hopped on the app to see another winning day out of me, of course, and count my winnings in the Circus Sports Iowa app. But you guys have a couple of props up for the Big Ten Wrestling Tournament. Finishing place for Iowa. One through five, and also a yes/no prop up there for Penn State. So I know there's wrestling fans. We talk about it from time to time. Even got that, and and then we got nationals coming up in a couple of weeks too. There's just so much going on when you get into it. And I want to talk about these days here, especially as we're playing some of these mid-major and low-major conference tournaments. The quick turnaround and knowing. What kind of injury is there? Was there somebody that got hurt? Those kind of things. And he got just a day in between to figure it out. How difficult is this on the lines makers of coming up with these numbers? It's not just as simple as plug in the numbers, spit it out, because there's so many other factors that go into it. How tough is this for the bookmakers? Well, there are. uh, We got six guys working on college basketball, four primary and two secondary right now dealing with these conference tournaments. You still have the regular season games going in the, in the, in the, the bigger conferences. 
Uh, but you're right. Did anybody get injured during the game? Yeah. Uh, how do you address within the line? You know, it's your second game. It's your third game in three days versus the team that's rested. Um, these teams are very familiar with each other. For many of them, it's the third time, especially in these smaller conferences, meeting during the course of the year. So it takes a lot of work, but it is not as difficult as that holiday tournament time of the year, November, uh-huh. December, when when you still have NFL and college football going. It's It's easier to do this right now. You don't have to focus on Major League Spring training, post a couple of those games a day. You don't have to book. There's very little interest there. You know, and you've got your your, your guys that are handling um, NHL and NBA nightly and and, and the golf. Yeah, so that, that's, well, you're, you're spread a little thin, but the number gets posted right up there very quickly. And then, Mike, what, you wait, you wait for, I guess, uh, somebody to attack the line or just, uh, if, if they leave it alone, does that mean you guys are in a good spot, do you think? Well, you see the third the third max bet on a, on a number will move it um, unless it's somebody that's really respected in college basketball. If they, if they made the second bet, it might move it. So, but that's okay. I mean, the mm-hmm. the opening number is such a smaller part of being successful in the bookmaking business. It's overrated. It's actually booking to the action that's much more important. Uh, you shared with us prior to the Super Bowl that uh, that you had a lot of futures, a lot of Chiefs futures, people that come to Vegas or did so on their app uh, and bet the Chiefs. Is there a college basketball team? Is there a program that has taken an inordinate amount of plays when it comes to you know cutting down the nets the first Monday in April? You know, hold on, Kenny, because I just looked at the report last night. Um, our biggest liability is on Houston. Second is UCLA, and third is Miami of Florida. That surprises me. Am I, why Miami? I wonder, Trent. Would you know that? Uh, Nigel Packlove. I, I'm not exactly yeah. sure. Then that. that's a. Uh... Certainly an interesting one there. Well, so you guys got to feel like you're in pretty good shape here yeah. as we flip the calendar to March, right? Oh yeah, we're in pretty decent shape. Um, we'll we'll book well to the to the tournament. They'll give us a lot of action. We're, we're okay, and uh, continue to write. That's all we need to do is continue to write tickets, and we'll be okay. I was looking here. The VGK liability on them winning the cup is double of Houston, which is our biggest liability in college right? basketball. Well, you know, VGK yeah. is the fifth choice in the market. They're they're not even the, they're at the top of the West. They're not even the first choice in the West or the second choice right now in the market. Even here, even out here, uh, Colorado and Edmonton are both favored over them to win the West. Yeah, Vegas is playing better, but I think that I think that the public has identified the two best teams out west. I really do. Colorado's figured it out again, and they're going to get Kale McCarr back sooner rather than later. And Edmonton keeps adding guys, and they have the best player in the world playing for them uh, right now in 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 Connor McDavid. And he's not alone. He's got uh, he's got a lot of help. So baseball wise, future wise, people starting to you know identify those teams. Or do you get through March uh, the the opening round of the tournament, and then the betters start to to, to place the their uh, future tickets on the World Series winner. How does that work? Uh, you know, we've seen some of it already. The serious guys that do it, you know, professionally or semi-professionally, you'll get more trickle in as we get to the week before the season starts. So after the second round and some between the first and second rounds of the tournaments, um, both in terms of, you know, season win totals and, you know, pennant division and obviously the, the individual awards. Another thing that I uh, always am intrigued by here is you know, the different props that come out there. Of course, when we get the bracket, you'll have to make the Final Four to win the national championship. 
Do you guys, uh, have you dabbled in just to make the Sweet 16 that market? Is that something that you guys are talking about, win those two games? It's important here in the state of Iowa, as Iowa tries to get there for the first time since 1999. Is that something that you guys are going to book? I'd have to ask Matt Metcalf if we're going to do that. Probably not. Okay. Uh, you know, I think the evolution of booking by region in the recent years has come. I'm not sure where the point we're going to book to the Sweet 16. Just because of the sheer number of games, if they want to put out that at market, although it wouldn't be that hard, it's just the derivative market of the of, of the uh, of the region. But it, it's interesting. Uh, certainly for fans of smaller schools that come out that first weekend. Yeah, they can make their bet and cash it right there. You know, if they're trying to get their team through two games. Uh, speaking of that, if uh, there's still people out there that have it on their bucket list, that whatever for whatever reason came up late, you know what? I can go. I didn't think I was going to be able to go to Vegas for the opening weekend of the NCAA tournament. You have to be sold out. I'm assuming, right? Yeah, we are sold out on Thursday, Friday. Still openings on the weekend, Kenny. Uh, and we have space in the free watch parties, both at Circa and the D. So it's not like you won't have a spot to watch the game. We'll get six Circa and 400 at the D in those free watch parties. But Thursday, Friday, the book and stadium swim are sold out. That's awesome. And it's a cool environment. It's a great place to be. And I've uh, talked to a, quite a few people here throughout the winter that have their plans already circled that first weekend, second weekend even now, and getting there to Circus Sports and watching it. So for somebody going for the first time, give us a tip. You're, you're making your way out there for the first time. You want to see everything. You're going to spend a day at Circa. You're going to do those kind of things. Tell us a, a thing for a novice making their way out to Vegas for March Madness. Well... I would try to plan if you're doing an out of hotel experience, plan that first. Like if you want to break up 72 hours of bath, maybe you don't, but if you want to break <laughs> that up or in the evening, a late night, or even on Saturday, you know, Saturday and Sunday, the NCAA schedule is awful yeah. because you don't get to the second game for like two thirty Pacific. So I mean, four thirty your time. Ridiculous, right? You stick with that single game, single game, and into the third single game. And then they spread out three wide. But if you want to do something, I'd plan that excursion first. Uh, second, find out where each day you're going to watch the games. Find out where you're going to eat. You can't just eat the food in these venues for three straight days. You're going to have to have a nice dinner. So if you want to go to Barry's or Andiamo. And then check out what you're going to do maybe late night, one night, to, to, go, to, a, to go to a legacy club or a Vicky's or something like that. I tried to get a, a reservation at Andiamo the Saturday of the Sweet 16 when I'm there. I couldn't get in until 10 o'clock. Mm. I didn't want to say that I knew a guy, but I might have to say that I know a guy. Uh, it's 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 a busy it's a busy place, Mike Palm. Yeah, it it really is. But Ken Carter does a great job of getting people in. So I mean, if you guys needed, you know, if you want to eat early, it's not bad. Right, but like six, six to nine is is really tough. Five five and five thirty, you can get in, and then nine thirty and ten. You know, on the shoulders of everything. But if you want to eat early, you can usually get in. So how uh, how busy is the day? Uh, compare the opening day, opening two days of the NCAA tournament for you folks behind the counter, behind the scenes, the executives to Super Bowl Sunday. Is it uh, a longer day? Um, I mean, once the game, the Super Bowl starts, you kind of, I guess, not put your feet up, but you exhale a little bit. Uh, is it busier the first two days for you guys? This the it, it's. That four days, and obviously Thursday, Friday are busier, but at the end of the day, Sunday, when the last game is played, that's an exhausting stretch of 15-hour days. 
you know, it's four 16-hour days in a row, and there's only a few people left standing, right? You know, <laughs> a lot of people peel off. They don't make it in on Sunday. They, they, you know, it, it's tough. It's, it's a different dynamic than Super Bowl. I think Super Bowl, you're charged up Saturday and Sunday, and, you know, that's, that's you're running on adrenaline. It's tough to get through 96 hours of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're going to be doing a whole lot of March Madnessing, are you not? Including a trip into Des Moines for uh, the Thursday, Saturday, our schedule. You're going to be here? Well, I'm very here. So here's my ultimate plan. Okay. Tuesday night at the Orleans, watch St. Mary's and Gonzaga in the West Coast final. Mm-hmm. If, you know, some things have to fall that way. Friday afternoon and evening, catch the semifinals of the Mountain West tournament at, at Thomas and Mac. Saturday night at T-Mobile, UCLA, Arizona in a Pac-12 final. Fly to Des Moines Wednesday and watch six games there Thursday and Saturday. Fly back, watch the West Regional uh, here in Las Vegas. Check, check, check out the Taylor Swift concert no, at the no, Legion. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, if, you know, the closest I'd get to her is if I went to see John Mayer. God, not well done. Well, Mike, uh, you missed one thing. <laughs> you, you forgot hang out with Trent Condon and throw out old basketball players uh, with each other over a beer or two. Well, are you coming out here, or am I going to see you there? I think I'll see Kenny in both places. Yes, right? he will. Yes, he'll see. I'm not making it out this March, but yes, you will see me here in Des Moines, and we'll, we'll come together and we'll come up with a plan to hang out, all right? I hope you guys can make it into the suite if we can get you into Wells Fargo on uh, on Thursday and Saturday. I got my media credential already, so I'm good there. Did, did I get one? No, I didn't know you wanted one. Uh, you don't leave the building. What are you talking about? You'll be in Ankeny. <laughs> <Good stuff. laughs> Let's live in reality here, kid. <laughs> Mike Baum, uh, Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports. Mike, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. I'll reach out over the weekend regarding uh, Mediacom next week if your schedule allows. I know it's awful busy. Thank you, Mike Baum. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your weekend. Yep, you too. Mike Palm, VP Operations uh, at Circus Sports. So you're, you're credentialed. I'm well credentialed. Done. Well yeah, done. yeah. Uh, I, you don't. Well, do you? I would kind of think it would go in. Really? Maybe because... No I mean, way. How many times am I going to do this, right? Well, not very many. No. You've had an opportunity twice. You haven't done it then. No, and they don't play in Ventura, California. Now, I also know how this goes. Yeah, as it gets closer, I, yes. look, I start looking to bail. Right. Yeah, I know. You'll bail too. out. Probably so. Yes. Because you miss so many games, right? You don't. You don't. You don't? You really don't? No, you, I, I'll have laptop right there. Mm-hmm. We'll be fine. Is it too late to get a credential? Probably. No. It's no. not? You want me to put one in for you? You want me to put in the request? Yeah. Are you going to use it? Well, I don't know. Can I, let me get back to you on Monday. Okay, that sounds good. We'll take a time out. Tom Kakert is coming up next. Uh, then Claxon's Barbecue Giveaway will give you a chance to win a, either a $35 gift certificate or, if you're the runner-up, a $25 gift certificate. We're going to feed some folks and our friends at Claxon's in Altoona, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. It's Miller and Condon. We're with you until 1 on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. When you bet the college hoops action in March, you want to bet where the pros bet with Circus Sports. Get all the benefits of the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips with the Circus Sports app. Experience high limits, low holds, tight money line splits, and the best customer service. Download your new bookie today and bet like a pro from anywhere in Iowa. Don't miss any of the March action. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Must be 21 and present in the state of Iowa to place wagers. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call now. 
Build Your Business. At Signorama of Urbandale, they offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. They have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Signorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. Check out the new location at 10301 Dennis in Urbandale and online at signorama.com slash IA slash Urbandale. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced, factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa features Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or you can find them online at Washer Systems. That's off. Do you remember the last walk-off homer to win the World Series? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf Roofing. To get started. Twelve thirty, Des Moines Sports Station, one hundred six point three KXNO. Trent Condon and Ken Miller's. We take you up until one o'clock. Claxton's Barbecue Giveaway still to come. Uh, what can we tell you about what's going on in St. Louis? Bradley leads the Panthers by five. About nine minutes left in the first half of that one. So Bradley by five. What's the total in that one? Uh, it certainly was not the 119 that we see in the uh, late game here this evening. Let's see, what did it close at? It closed at 135.5. We are cruising. Trending to the, the under. Over. You think so? To oh, the over? Yeah, yeah. 35, 70, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, all right. It's going to be right on that line. It's going to be close. It's like they know what they're doing out there. Imagine that. Tom Kekert uh, from Hawkeye Report, part of the On3 Media Enterprise. He joins the program. Hello, Tom, Trent, and Ken. Thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm good. Missouri Valley Unders, uh, the, the, the bet you have to always make, right? Yes, every single year. And uh, yeah. I, I said that Indiana State-Belmont game that'll come up after the I game, I can't remember the last time I saw a total at 145. It's 153. Jeez. We might actually get an, an entertaining up-and-down affair in the MVC tournament, something that rarely happens. That sounds like we will. Hey, before we get to basketball, uh, both the men and women, as the women are in uh, action tonight, um, I'm sure you were part of it, the the football opportunity uh, yesterday, uh, Cade McNamara. Yeah. Uh, just a takeaway or two from him, it's, it strikes me just um, Iowa nice really is a thing, isn't it? All these folks that transfer into the state that grew up elsewhere, the began their career elsewhere uh one asked uh, you know one of the first things they notice about uh, our state is just boy the people are just so darn nice yeah um and i've had the opportunity um with the um did an interview on the storm collective uh website and and got to sit down with kate for about 45 minutes so this is the second time i've really kind of sat down and talked to him uh face to face and he is um I tell you, he does not lack confidence, nope. and he is—he is going to. Um, the thing you always take away from him is he is going to find a way to win, um, and 
it, that's just kind of his mantra. And, and he has, I'll just say this, a pretty sizable chip on his shoulder hmm. um, coming into Iowa City. So um, anxious to see what he can do uh, this spring. It's, you know, by the end of spring, he's going to be 100%, I think. But they'll probably take it easy with him. But he'll be out there throwing the ball around a little bit uh, for the spring. But it just, it's, they're going to be, I mean, they're going to have like uh, 15 red jerseys on them or something. Just right. nobody ever, and wrap him in bubble wrap or something just so nobody gets near him. And his backup will be? Oh, I don't know. You know where you I'm going. Tell me. You know where I'm going. Uh, There's somebody Cooper that. Gene. Well, Cooper DeGene, that, that'd be fun if he was he the backup. He can do anything he sets his mind to, seemingly. He's a three-year starter that has a COVID year, mm-hmm. and he's hanging around once again rehabbing. And helping yeah. the incumbent, or the, the soon-to-be. Let's hope we yeah, not too much. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. But uh, I, I, I don't. I, I kind of think all parties are moving on. But I, I won't rule anything out yet. But I'm just not sure how, how healthy Spencer will be right. in September. Right. Um, I, that's the big thing, um, just talking to him a little bit. Um, it just seemed like September was like optimistic for him to be healthy because he pretty much shredded the shoulder. So mm. um, I think it'll be mainly between Deacon Hill and, and Joe Labus for the the backup spot, and then when Mark Elenez gets in, he'll probably push him a little bit too. So we'll, we'll see. But one thing, I, I, since I did bring up Cooper, um, you know, we brought him up and and uh, to Cade, and Cade called him a freak. He's like he was talking about how before he kind of went uh, dark on social media that uh, like once a week that highlight video of Cooper Duncan on people <laughs> would pop up on his timeline, and he, uh, yeah, he really. He uh, he's campaigning. He went in and talked to Phil Parker about getting Cooper some some reps on the offensive side, and wow. I think that's going to happen this year. Ooh. You really do? Yes, I think it's it's not going to be a lot, uh-huh. but it'll be you know five, six, seven, eight plays maybe where they can get him out there on offense as well. Uh, interesting. Who else uh, met the media foot from the football program yesterday, Tom? Um, uh, Dejon Parker, the, the big offensive lineman, uh, who's new face, um, Seth Anderson, uh, also one of the new faces that's, uh, with the program, both delightful guys. And they had, um, uh, several of the returning guys who are coming back for their sixth year, like, uh, Joe Evans and Noah Shannon, um, Nico Ragani or Ragaini, I guess is how you're supposed yep, to say it these yep, days. Yep. So, um, we'll, we'll say it correctly. I'm going to get used to doing that, but, yeah, I the Parker kid, he's legit big. I mean, he's he's a big dude. And um you know, it was interesting talking to him about how he ended up flipping from Virginia to Iowa. And, and, and it was basically Virginia drugged their feet trying to hire an offensive line coach. He had committed to Virginia, and it's like two weeks before he'd have to get there, and they still didn't have an O-line coach, and nobody could give him an answer there about who it was going to be. And then he picks up the phone, calls George Barnett, and visits Iowa, and things are done the next the next weekend. So, um, you know, uh, good for Virginia for dragging their feet, I guess, because Iowa picked up a heck of an offensive lineman. Definitely a necessity there. All right, let's uh, get into this Iowa basketball team. And one of the more improbable, not just the comeback on Saturday, coupled with a team that had been terrible on the road all season long except for one game against Rutgers, and they go into Indiana playing as well as anybody in the Big Ten and run them out of their own gym. 
You've seen surprises in Iowa basketball, but how do you wrap your mind around this Iowa basketball team? It's just the inconsistency. It's, it's maddening at times, but when they're good, they can be really good. Yeah. Um, you know what? I kind of uh, jokingly thought of them as like the those old Wayne Fonts Lions teams. Yeah. That would all, you'd think they were dead, and then they would just come back to life all of a sudden, and there they are in the playoffs. And this team, I mean, we have probably pronounced them uh, DOA uh, <laughs> at, at a couple of times this year. Guilty. January, late yep. December. Mm-hmm. I, I think all of us probably thought that this team's not going to the tournament. They're probably no. going to finish around 500. Yeah. And then after they lost those two games on the road, and and you know, and then the way the Michigan State game was going, and until the final 39 seconds of the game, I think we all thought, boy, this team here they go, mm. you know, sinking. And uh, the France stare has changed the the trajectory. It of truly the has. <laughs> it truly has. Uh, just remarkable. They're going to have the Fran Stare statue outside of Carver Hawkeye <laughs> Arena good. now, right next to the damn gable. Hands on the hips. I love it. Uh, so what are you hearing regarding Fran McCaffrey? Trent and I have spoken about it. it there's there's yeah. national buzz on him moving on. I don't see it. Right. I get it. I do understand that you can connect the dots. But you can also look at the birth certificate, and it's 63, and they're getting rid of a 63-year-old coach, and they're going to really hire another 63-year-old coach. If he was 53, I think I'd be really concerned if you're a Fran McCaffrey fan. I I don't think he's going, Tom. What are you hearing? It it is really weird because the the, the tea leaves that have gotten thrown out there are like, you know, Doug Gottlieb, who knows Fran, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, was recruited to there by Fran to Notre Dame before he left there. Um, just a lot of national people have kind of threw his name out there. So there's something there, I think. Do so I think, uh, and, and, you know, Connor's been liking a lot of Notre Dame stuff. Oh, has he? <laughs> uh, you know, we have once the, the brace and people brought up Fran's name, Connor would like those, those posts. And mm-hmm. I always I thought that was curious, interesting, uh, that he would, choose to like those posts. Um, I think Jordan Bohannon said on a podcast he, th- he thinks Fran's going. Um, so, I, you know, it, it it does strike me as odd, though. Why you, you replace uh, a 63-year-old, 63-year-old. Do I think that the job is is really super, super appealing and one of the jobs that Fran would 100% leave for? Yes, I do. It's a special place for him and Margaret. Mm-hmm. They met there. They fell in love there. Um, Margaret played there. Uh, they love South Bend. Um, it, it makes a ton of sense for Fran and uh, where he, you know, kind of elevated his career in some ways, and then um, where he could potentially end his career. But boy, I I would think Notre Dame would look different and look at a different place to, to go. Just, just that's just me. I would think they would look younger and. Um, for a younger coach who could be there for a longer period of time. Chris Murray had an outstanding performance. Is it Yeah, all starting to click? Health completely back? What What do you chalk it up to? Or, hey, he just shot the ball well. He's going to look good when he's shooting the ball well. Yeah, I think he... Um... I think he was. I think he wanted to play against Trace Jackson Davis. Is what I think. <laughs> I think he wanted to go against the best and kind of flex a little bit and mm-hmm. sound pretty good too. And um, boy, he and I think he is bound and determined to finish this one out strong. So I, I'm expecting a really, really strong finish 
to this year from uh, from Chris Murray. I think there's a fire that's been lit with him that, um, and I think he's feeling a little bit better. I think the back's feeling a little bit better, and I think he's gonna. Uh, I think we're in for a, a, a pretty interesting finish of the season for him. Mm. My biggest takeaway, other than maybe Hood Shafino came off 35 against Purdue being held to eight, which is remarkable. The the side of Peyton Sanford that we don't get to see, right? Uh, maybe you guys do in uh, in uh, media availabilities. Uh, the, the, he's having fun. He, he was in a great mood. Obviously, the game was going their way. I get it. And it was at Assembly Hall. I'm assuming a pretty good place uh, that uh, all the players want to have a good showing at Assembly Hall. But the blowing the kiss and the mimicking an official, um, going back to the Michigan State game, when did you know the free throw was good? Well, when he missed his, I knew. Or when did you think the shot was good? Uh, when he missed his free throw, I knew I was going to make it. Seeing a different side of him, it's good to see that uh, Peyton Sanford seemingly very loose as we come down the stretch he is one of the most competitive people i've ever been around he and you just don't see that because he's you know kind of got that uh all-american boy looks to mm-hmm. him uh you know the, the he just does and but boy that kid's got a lot of emotion to him and a, and a lot of uh passion to him for lack of a better word that and and you've heard that from his teammates too in the huddle where um, say, hey, we we're, we're still in this game, and we can still do this. And he he's one of those guys that just kind of leads and and pushes people. And I, I think that's one of his really great qualities that I don't think a lot of people realize about him is that he's he's a really terrific leader. Uh, last thing for you, Tom. How about at the uh, NFL Combine, Indianapolis? Riley Moss was asked a question about Caitlin Clark. At the oh, combine in Indianapolis, yes. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. That's crazy. Isn't that wow. nuts? I think she's not transcending this sport and bringing more eyeballs to women's basketball than we've ever seen before. Well, she is. She's just she's a uh, an ambassador yeah. for the game, yeah. and it's great to see. And hopefully, they'll do the right thing this year and uh, reward her with the National Player of the Year award. I think they will now. I think that three point shot yeah. to win the game against Indiana. I think that's that's one of those signature moments that you look back and go, that's the moment she won the National Player of the Year award. You hear it a lot in the fall with the Heisman moment, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and that uh, you could be right. Tom Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com, part of On3. What have you got going on? Uh, anything you'd like to share with our audience, Tom? Well, there's, um, to, to, uh, you know, our, our special is over, but we'll probably be doing something later this month. But a uh, big Junior Day recruiting weekend, too, so... You know, there, there's uh, you know a, a couple dozen uh, prospects on campus this weekend for uh, Junior Day, 2024-2025 uh, guys. So that's going to be uh, a big focus for us, along with basketball and uh, baseball and uh, probably wrestling too. Mm-hmm. Got the Big Tens this weekend as well. Good stuff, Tom. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you, Tom Kakert. Okay, thank you. Yep, thank you, Tom Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com, part of On Three Media. Speaking of that Big Ten tournament. Yes. Chicago. So, uh, no, the Big Ten wrestling tournament. Oh, wrestling. The lines are up at Cirque, I saw. You tweeted them. Yeah. So, this is interesting. And you can bet this way. First of all, it's a yes-no prop only for Penn State. Penn State to win it. Will they or won't they? Yes is minus 780. That's how big of an advantage that Penn State has. The no, plus 560. But you can also finish what place Iowa finishes. Now, if you think they're going to win... Better than seven and a half to one, plus seven fifty-five to win 
Second position, the most likely, minus 250. And third, plus 705. So if you think maybe a little bit of a disappointment there, uh, you can play that one. But kind of a fun, different way to look at it and a mm-hmm. betting way. Because, yeah, Penn State is a runaway favorite in this one, once again, as they will be at NCAAs. Iowa has a path, but it's got to be a perfect path. And it's not just Iowa. Penn State kind of has to have a bad tournament themselves. That's how it sounds like it's a runaway path to second place for right. Iowa, too, right? Yeah, that's what it, it opened last night at minus 150. So they're taking some action <laughs> on that second place wager for the Hawkeyes. All right, we will uh, open up the phone lines and invite four of you right now. If you have not participated in the Claxons Barbecue giveaway, to give us a ring at 515 284 5966. 515 284 5966. We'll give you four games and a tiebreaker. If you get the most right, you'll get a $35 gift certificate from Claxon's Barbecue in Altoona. The runner-up gets 25 Online, ClaxonBBQ.com. ClaxonBBQ.com. If you haven't played in 30 days, first four callers right now. Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Can- Last summer, my house with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8866. Or you can go online at Wolf Roofing right around the corner. When you bet the college hoops action in March, you want to bet where the pros bet with Circus Sports. Get all the benefits of the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips with the Circa Sports app. Experience high limits, low holds, tight money line splits, and the best customer service. Download your new bookie today and bet like a pro from anywhere in Iowa. Don't miss any of the March action. Visit CircaSports.com for details. Must be 21 and present in the state of Iowa to place wagers. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call one. Trent Cotton here for the Urology Center of Iowa. KXNO listeners, you may remember this. I also want to mention Trent Condon. Listen to how excited Trent is to get a vasectomy. I was excited, Keith, and I'm still excited today. Why? No more this around my house. That peace and quiet can be a part of your home as well. Call the Urology Center of Iowa today and schedule your appointment. 515-400-3550 or iowauro.com. And don't forget, the big March college basketball tournament is 800 bets off. All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Claxons Barbecue Giveaway. Claxons in Altoona, where they've been serving barbecue for over a quarter of a century. 3131 8th Street Southwest online. Claxon. BBQ.com, Claxon, BBQ.com. Butch, Frank, Robert, and Joe. In that order, four games, the tiebreaker, the tiebreaker, so you can give it some thought while you're on hold. Caitlin Clark's total points tonight versus Purdue. Uh, Butch is up first. Butch, how are you? I am doing great. Still, still on a high from last weekend. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I'm assuming you're a Hawkeye fan. Uh, you you a, got that right. You had a couple of them. All right, Butch, uh, yeah. I was a nine-and-a-half-point favorite over Nebraska on Sunday. Iowa. Iowa State gets seven-and-a-half tomorrow from Baylor. Uh, Iowa State. Drake at six o'clock tonight, a ten-and-a-half-point favorite over Murray State. Drake. 
Tomorrow night, North Carolina, two-and-a-half-point favorite over Duke. Duke. Caitlin Clark's total points tonight versus Purdue, closest without going over, Butch. 26. Good to hear from you, Butch. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Frank is with Miller and Condon. Hi, Frank. How you doing, Kenny boy? Good, thank you. Iowa, nine-and-a-half over Nebraska. Nebraska. Baylor gives seven-and-a-half to Iowa State. Baylor. Drake, ten-and-a-half to Murray State. Murray. UNC, two-and-a-half-point favorite over Duke. Duke. Caitlin Clark's total points closest without going over is the tiebreaker, Frank. 23, buddy. Thanks, Frank. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Robert's up next. Hello, Robert. How you doing, guys? Good, thank you. Iowa, nine-and-a-half over Nebraska. Iowa. Baylor, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite over Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State. Drake, a ten-and-a-half-point favorite tonight over Murray State in St. Louis. Murray State. UNC, a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Duke. UNC on that one. All right. Caitlin Clark's total points tiebreaker, if necessary, closest without going over. How many points tonight versus Purdue? Uh, 27, guys. Thank Thank you, Robert. Appreciate it. And uh, Joe brings it to a close for another week. Hi, Joe. Hi. Uh, Iowa, 9.5 over Nebraska. Iowa, of course. Baylor, 7.5 over Iowa State. Baylor. Drake, 10.5 to Murray State. Drake. Tar Heels give 2.5 to Duke. Uh, North Carolina. All right. Caitlin Clark's points tonight versus Baylor closest without going over. I'm going to say 30. 30. Thank you, Joe. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate Claxons. You're on the air tonight, 5. What time did you say? 5.45 with the pregame, 6 o'clock. Johnston against PV for the state championship in 5A. You can hear it on 96.9, the Bull. And you can hear Trent and I Monday through Friday, 11 to 1, as we talk sports with you. Murph and Andy coming up next, the KXNO Drive with Heather and Sean. Have a wonderful weekend. It's Miller and Condon on 106.3.